Hello and good evening, everybody. You're listening to your girl, Lori G, and this is Downtime with Father's Day. I know last time was at random and we had a very serious conversation about Black Lives Matter. But today we're going to lean back a little bit and let the men take over the podcast just a little bit. Not too much. They can have like a tiny, tiny bit. Tonight we have a special guest. That's discrimination. Tonight we have a special guest. We have two special guests. My husband, Joaquin. Say hello, babe. Say hello. Say hi. And then we have a good friend of mine, Davis. Davis, say hello. Hello, everyone. This is Davis. And, of course, we have your favorite co-host, which is the lovely Lena Kelly. Hey, y'all. The wonderful Totally Damien. How come I don't get to be favorite? (laughs) And my beautiful, beautiful, lovely (laughs) wife, Meek Meek. Hello. All right. So so tonight, um, Damien, you're a guy. So you're going to kind of run the podcast, okay? And we, we just want to get a personal view and basically a understanding of what it's like to be a father and what it's like for uh, Joaquin and for Davis and what it was like for us to have fathers. Now, I won't be able to say anything because my dad was basically absent in my life. I've had a lot of male figures who were basically, you know, stand-in dads, but they weren't my dad. So I can't, I don't have much of experience to talk on. But David, you're a first-time dad, and my husband's been a father for, if you put Raven and Robin on how long they've been in these lives together, four years? So five so three, four. No, woman, it's as long as your oldest child. What is wrong with you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the thing you're not telling us? Yeah, you can't do that. For real, right? Like, um, is there like other children involved that you're not telling us? And I'm sorry for all of the screaming and all of the yelling. I had to tear my husband away for this podcast, so nobody's watching the children but the TV. Oh, whoa, 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 oh, whoa. What, did you put on PJ Masks to babysit? Uh, no, I put on um, Onward. You didn't put on Paw Patrol? Oh, nah, you gotta put on PJ Masks to babysit. Wait, nah, Paw Patrol got canceled. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently they don't like it when a German shepherd starts beating down chihuahuas and you know such Well, no, you know what? That's that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. We don't want to teach our kids that. We don't want to teach our kids that. Yeah, now, there's, there's something that you said earlier that I wanted you to say in the podcast, and some people might get mad at this, but I I agree with you 100. percent So before we go into questioning Davis and Joaquin, what is it that you were explaining? I was basically saying that, you know, I have been a single mother since my children's father passed away in 2011. And as a single mother, I want to say, please do not wish me a happy Father's Day because I am not a father. Please do not take away from the men who are committed and breaking their backs and busting their ass every single day to be a father to their children. Don't give me credit for that because all I can be is the best mother I know how to be. I can't teach my sons how to pee standing up. I can't teach them what it's like to be a man with pride. I can't teach them things that will only come from a father or someone who steps in as a father figure. 
So don't give me credit to me or any other single mother because despite what you may believe, sweetie, you're not a father. Point blank, period. There's no questions. There's no because or but. No, it just isn't. At the end of the day, we are mothers. Wear that title proudly. Let, let these men who take care of their children, who support their children, and who deal with some of the most ratchetest bitches who make it so hard for them to be fathers, yet they still push on and they still do what they have to do for their kids. Give them the credit. Don't don't try to take it away. Because at the end of the day, if your baby daddy ain't shit, well, let's take a look at the fact that you chose to make him your baby daddy. So... That's the, the kind of falls down a little on you, right? Let's not bash him all the way because you chose him. Exactly. Now I'm not taking now exactly. I'm not taking up for deadbeat dads in any way, shape, or form. But what I'm saying is you can't take credit for your bad decision. You made a poor decision in who your child's father is. I made a poor exactly. decision in who my youngest child's father is. However, I'm not going to say wish me a happy Father's Day because I'm potty training him or because I'm teaching him right from wrong. No, exactly. that's just what a mother does. Exactly. I'm not his father. At the you end can't of double the day, dip. Right. And at the end of the day, he has a father. Be him good, bad, or indifferent. And that's just it. So, ladies, I'm going to need y'all to take several seats. We are mothers, not fathers. All right. So and now, I, can say, I can say amen to that. Absolutely. Amen. So now, let's go to these wonderful men who are fathers who are taking care of their kids and busting their ass to take care of their family. Damien, exactly. you'll get there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you just gotta <laughs> find the right, the right girl. So let me let me ask you and Joaquin uh, Davis. What's it like to be a father? What is it like to know that you have a little one that looks like you or your wife running around? What's it like taking care of them like what do you see uh you want to answer first honey yes you do you better answer this question What's the question? you just heard what i said i said what is it like to I be was... a father <laughs> you need to pay the fuck attention because i'm talking to you that exactly but, audience but... is what they like to be married what is that it like? part right what is it like <laughs> to be a father and see a little you running around here that's what i just asked you it's not a little me it's a little demon it's a... <laughs> there she is yes Yes, here you are. Yeah, say hi. Here, talk and say what it's like to be a dad. Being a father is something else with a responsibility that we need to accomplish with a goal in mind, and it is to raise an offspring that will let you have your own lineage go into further place. Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay. Davis, what's it like to be a first-time dad for you? It's surreal. It's a privilege. Um, As I'm going through it right now, as a first-time dad, um, say how much expression I can, can say as far as when it comes to being titled a dad, being someone's uh, person they look up to, somebody who uh, call you like someone who can call you their hero. Um, it's 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 something special, honestly. It really is. And as I'm going through it, like you know, learning him, my son, he's he's uh, almost four months now. And, you know, as he grow older... Oh, he's... you're at the best stage. <laughs> he's growing... No, the best. Like, I don't know. I, I just I just have, like, an, un, an un, 
how to describe this. So it's a wonderful feeling knowing that I can pass on my generations going forward, you know, lives in them and that I can be proud and that I can promise, I can't promise them that I will be there for the rest of their life or I can't, I can't promise I would be there for the rest of my life, but I can promise them I'll be there for the rest of their life. Exactly. Exactly. Being, uh, you know, just being a mother and watching how my husband deals with our children and from like watching from the first moment where our son came out of me from up in time now where we have our daughter, just watching him change as a man has been amazing. He does things differently. He analyzes things differently. He's, he's just a really, really, really good dad. You know, um, do you have any, do you have any fears that you had about being a dad? I think just in general, like taking, you know, taking responsibility that, you know, maybe in the moment you're not prepared for. And I've always told my wife this, um, that like I've, I've been quote unquote ducking being, you know, having kids and stuff just because I want us to be, I wanted us to be financially stable, you know, to, you know, provide for him and he or she at the time. Um, but the, you know, I, I think at one point this sparked in me that just said, I don't know what that even really means. I don't know what financial stable is for a child does mean for me exactly. So I, I think it's just one of those like, you know what, let's just, just go ahead and try. And then, you know, lo and behold, we had our, I woke up one, one July morning and, you know, she tells me she's pregnant and then, you know, I was just so happy because it just kind of ha- happened so suddenly. Yeah. That's like the best time to like find out. When it like happens so suddenly, and you're just like, "What the heck? This is happening to me." I, I I can remember how my husband and I both felt, but let me ask him how he felt when I told him I was pregnant with Robin. I remember the story very well, and it's it's freaking hilarious. But let me let me ask him how. Well, was he like he felt? <laughs> Honey, what? when I first told you I was pregnant with Robin. How did you feel? Which time are you referring to? When I first told you about when I first told you about when I first told you about Robin. When Robin. Yes, I did. I showed you the pregnancy test on the freaking stick at the restaurant. Or you told me you were pregnant at least seventeen times before that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the legit one when I told you I was pregnant. I actually went to the doctor's office. How did you feel about learning about becoming a father? I was like, well, well, we done messed up. <laughs> no, no. How did you really feel? How did you? How did you really feel? I'm sorry. Was I supposed to feel anything at all? Yes. I was too busy thinking of how I should murder you. You know what? I'm joking. We're lying. All you do is overreact to everything. That's why you're so easy to trick. Just talk about how you felt about learning about becoming a dad. Lori, I didn't become a dad until he was born. Okay, well, how'd you feel about when he first came out? A, a dad to be. Lori, when you first told me, when we were actually pregnant for the first time, time stood still and I couldn't hear anything. My life was ending and I could hear the molecules around me vibrating. Okay, how'd you feel about when I told you I was pregnant with Raven? I felt, here we go again. Is there any uh, happiness? You know who you married. He was, what's his name? San Andreas. I have no emotions. Oh my God. Davis, I'm so happy you said how you felt. Because <laughs> apparently my husband felt like his life was ending. It did. It kind of does, because not everything's going to be focused on the kids. You know what? 
whatever. Everything. I, I gotta make myself good. I can't believe whatever. All I know is, Davis, how was it for you while she was pregnant? Like, how were you doing? Like, what were the things going um, on for you? Um. Oh my God. Like, it was weird because we had a we had a friend with us at the time, and she had told me, "Go by the time you're gonna pregnant, I'm gonna um you know, by the time I'll move out, you know, uh, your wife's gonna be pregnant." And I'm like, uh huh, yeah, blah blah blah, and whatever. And then the day um my wife got pregnant, and then like I was at work because I used to work for uh, uh cell phone retail, mm-hmm. and. It was just one slow day, and I was just on my phone chilling. There's no customers or anything. Dead silent. And all of a sudden, I just realized, oh, my God, I lost my man cave. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. You jinxed it. But uh, no, I mean, roller coaster of emotion just because I've, I don't, like I said, I, don't, I wasn't equipped or... You know, I, I have people tell me, I had people telling me how it is, you know, I have friends, multiple friends that are dads you know, within my age group, and to actually go through that first, you know, the first time was kind of nauseating, you know, there's anger, there was happiness, sadness, depression, um, thankfulness, you know, you can almost mean any uh, emotion in the book, and at one point I experienced it, but in the end, I'm happy for what me and my wife was able to create. Okay. Okay. Um, is there any stories that you guys want to share about your dads or growing up or anything like that? Hello? Hello? Oh, there you are. I'm back. No. Yes, I'm back. I want to hear some Joaquin stories. You want to hear some Joaquin stories? The first one. I want to hear the first one Robin. Okay, Joaquin, they want to hear your story about Robin. About which story? You want to hear about how I told him? Well, we just went over that. Well, what what story do you want to hear about him? And, and the moment he came out. Huh? Oh my god! Oh my, oh my god. goodness! Yes. That's some scary shit. What what story? Watching what the baby when... come out. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear that. Like did he pop out? Waiting for the baby to come out. No, watching well, like the baby come out. Watching the baby come out. Yes, the miracles of the vagina. Okay. Well, yeah, he could tell you that. Tell them the story about when Robin was coming out and what you, were, yep. how you were, what you were experiencing. What I was experiencing? Yeah, what you were seeing and experiencing. Your your point of view of the birth. Let's see. We had your sister on the other side trying to take control of the pregnancy. Your mother <laughs> in the waiting room trying to control the whole oh, day, and then I was there with no sleep at four o'clock in the morning. Watching a football come out of your vagina. <laughs> okay, that yeah, wasn't even the haunting part. The doctor put his hand inside you up to his elbow. He was, yeah, ooh, oh, Jesus. He was, he was hollowing you out like a pumpkin. Hey, but did the doctor buy you dinner? That's like a documentary. Well, I mean, you know what? People think it's easy having a baby. You know, you just push a couple of times and it comes flying on out. No. Mm-mm. That is not the case at all. Well, Lori was on drugs the whole time, so how was she now? <laughs> well, you know what? Let me tell you something. Thank God for drugs. I'm going to tell you why. No, 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 no. Thank God for drugs. And I'm yep. going to tell you why. Because when I was having my twins, my twins are an hour and 12 minutes apart because one of them was laying sideways and would not turn so while i was knocked out on drugs thank god for these drugs the doctor literally reached in and manually turned her and then pulled her out 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I met a doctor like, stay for me, you little shit. Bruh, like for real, like come here, you little fucker. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, I can't imagine a person putting their whole arm up there, like, bruh. Just him, bruh. just him saying that makes me want to cringe. Cause like, it's not like we can, like the dads get to see the whole view. We don't see I don't anything. want to see that. I don't want to see that. And thank God we don't feel that. And thank God we don't feel that. But you no. know what? I, I did witness a few of my friends have a baby. And let me tell you something. Seriously, that shit is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It is so gross. <laughs> Davis, what was your experience? But at the same time, it's so cool. This little person covered in goop and snot. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Robin shit on you when it came out. Jesus yeah, when Robin came out, he shit on me. Oh well, Davis, that's what was your, What was your? How do you know it's healthy? Davis. Yeah. What was your experience? Oh my god, it was something else. So I'm like, I'm helping her push with uh, with one of our friends that I mentioned earlier, and honestly, she took it actually pretty good. Like I've seen, you know, movies and stories and everything where like you know they're sweating they feel like they're you know they look like crap but uh oh no that's definitely in the movies that's that's in the movies it's it's not like that most of the time she looks pretty good actually not gonna lie at the end we were waiting in the waiting room for like an hour like is she okay what's happening is the baby out (laughs) yet we're like sitting there biting our fingernails yeah once once our son finally came out like she was just like Oh my god, she was like crying of happiness. Um, I remember it was just a long, a long Saturday. Um, it was like around seven or eight o'clock. Oh no, she had contractions all day, and they were like becoming like more frequent as the day went on. Yeah, and right around like nine or nine or ten o'clock, uh, that's when we we're like, let's go ahead and uh, to the hospital. And I remember you're like, because I have a couple people, I have a couple friends on my uh, on my Twitter who like live you know, on the other side of the country. And I just posted the gift, you know, like the, the uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Office. I mm-hmm. you know that, that gift where it's like Michael Scott has I'm like, oh my god, it's happening! What's happening? Say <laughs> fucking come! Say fucking come! I remember that. That that was like me in my head, but I was trying to remain calm as much as I can, and we spent the whole night there. At our at the hospital we registered at, and then it wasn't really till like like till like later in the afternoon was when you know she was ready to come out, and then just watching like slowly watching the head come out like slow like mm-hmm. she's pushing she's pushing she's pushing you know do your uh, you know every like three pushes and then take a break yep and then keep going keep going so like and I I see the head I'm like oh my god. <laughs> You're about to bring a kid into this world, and it's like, how is he breathing? And then, you know, I find out, like, oh, yeah, they, they have, like, some sort of, like, uh, breathing thing beyond, like, you know, what we know now, you know, breath and nose. Yeah, kind of like an amphibious type of thing. Yeah. And then, like, once the head, like, <laughs> came out, and the doc- doctor just pulls him out by, like, mm-hmm. the neck, and I'm just, like, getting worried. I'm like, ugh, freaking out. Ugh, ugh. He's all covered in the goo. Like I said. <laughs> yeah. And then... We're so happy. Like, I mean, I have my fears. Like, I, I, I haven't had my fears forever. Like, with anything, like, commitment-wise. But I'm like, you know what? It's gonna be okay. You know, I have a question. Um, how do you deal with? You know, I know there has to come some anxiety 
when just looking at this little person and knowing that all their dreams and hopes and goals hinge on what you teach them. I know what that feels like as a mom, but as a dad, like, how do you deal with that? I mean, it's, it's pressure. It's definitely pressure. It's going to lie. Because you want to, like, you, you heard the saying to where you want to provide to your kids what you didn't have. Right. Make it more accessible and everything. So, I mean, I, don't, I can't speak for you know, the other ones, but um, I, I can definitely feel like some pressure. But yeah. also, I'm sorry, you guys. Raven decided to go into my oils and get it all over her face and her eyes and her hands. And Robin decided to take all my pads and make a pipe. Mommy. Nice. So should we resume this at a later date? Mommy. No, no, you guys are good. <laughs> oh, it's <okay>. my end. <laughs> you guys are good. Yes, sir. You basically showed an example of You want what? Right well, I was just asking because, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine and, you know, to be honest, for the first two years of his son's life, he was I'll non-existent. And um, his excuse was, you know, the anxiety of knowing that you know everything good and bad in this child's life is hinging on him and he just didn't really know how to handle it and um i mean it took him two years but his son is like seven or eight now and i have to say he is probably one of the best fathers i have ever seen in my life like he has the baby mama from hell i mean she is the most ratchetest bitch on the planet that's right, Kelsey. I said it, and I hope you're listening, bitch. No, I don't like your ass. Oh, this is a shoot. Yeah. But, but you have a good-ass baby daddy, because if I was your baby daddy, I would fuck you up and take my kids and never come back. But he doesn't. He deals with her. He talks to her nicely. Like, this woman went to his job with the police to say that he didn't pay his child support because he was three days late. Wow. Do you know that wow. they arrested him? They arrested him. And wow. with all the fees and everything, he ended up staying in jail for a month. Wow. So so during that month, he loses his apartment. He loses his job. So now, bitch, what are you going to get from him now? But you know what? It didn't stop him from writing to his son every single day. When he got out, he the first thing he did was go see his son. He is so committed to his child. Even with, like I said, that anxiety to deal with this horrible ass person and everything I do is going to reflect on this child. And he told me that's why he persists because everything he does is going to reflect on his child. And he never wants his son to think that he didn't love him enough, he didn't care enough, and that he wasn't willing to fight for him. Yeah, what I, I think like once you bring anybody into this world nowadays, it's not about you anymore. It's, it's, it's the thing I don't like about people having kids nowadays who aren't in like in a committed, committed relationship or married at least is that they just are like, okay, we're going to bring a kid into the world. The kid gets here and then it gets hard for a little bit and they basically stop raising the kid. I can't, yeah, and we start using many, the kid to hurt each other. Yeah, I can't tell you how many people or how many moms I've met or dads I've met who are single because the uh, the partner just stopped raising the kid. Also, sex is like not a big deal anymore. Like, oh, let's just, you know, sleep with whoever you want. Yeah, let's have just have fun. unprotected satisfy sex. Satisfy your needs or whatever. And then, you know, right. 
I'm just saying, the girl will get pregnant, okay? Whether the girl wants it or the guy wants it more. You know, a condom can break. Birth control can not work. It's only 99.99% of the time. But at least you so tried. Therefore, if the girl gets but pregnant, at least you tried. Like, okay, you're the one who chose to have sex. Like, that's your problem. If you... Right. Well, you mean. know what, though? My thing is, if you don't use protection... Um, did we not all get sex ed in like fourth grade? We learned that you know sex makes babies. Fourth so if you don't grade. use anything, you're going to get pregnant. <laughs> you're going to get pregnant. God damn! Never took the class. I I got mine in fifth. I got mine in fifth grade. Mine is in fifth grade too. Well, but you know, close to that time. Grade. All right, kids, we're gonna Listen, teach you blue clues. At, at the end of the day, we're adults. And here's what it comes down to: sex makes babies. If you don't use protection, you're going to get pregnant. So, if you get pregnant, it wasn't a mistake and it wasn't an accident. You didn't do yeah. anything to prevent it. Exactly. Well, to, to be fair for me, I, I, I didn't take the class. You are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I'm saying even birth control and condoms are only 90%, okay? They can break and you can still get pregnant that way. So, if you don't want to be able to that's life. You have to deal with it. Do you know what? Yeah, didn't we talk about this, Damien? Didn't we talk about this? We do not discuss butt sex, okay? No. Hey, hey, there is nothing wrong with butt sex. There is everything <laughs> wrong with butt sex. There is everything wrong there with butt sex. There is nothing wrong with the butt and the sex. Listen, butt sex, is wonderful. sex was not made for the butt. Sex was not made for the butt. Okay. Anything but, is made for the butt. You know what? You know what? Always I'm always cut out of my butthole. You got okay? me looking at you a whole lot differently, bro. You said anything was made That's for it. the butt. That's it. We are having a podcast strictly on sex, and we're going to talk <laughs> about totally butt sex, and we're going to talk totally about left. sexual things. Tune in for oh, the next downtime, listeners. Yeah, downtime is definitely going to be fighting about butt sex. But, um, whoa. Hi, what's a pain in the ass? Clearly. My pull-out game was strong. Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> I'm sorry, Michaela. <laughs> I thought, you know, some, you know, happening on there, you know, make a nice hand. So, so back to, you know, being a father. Like, what, what? what is like the best part? Like, what do you feel is the best part about? Yeah, being what do you father? feel is the best reward? Having the title, honestly. I mean, like I mentioned, you know, becoming, you know, getting a title of being a dad is, at least on my view, is great. Um, I think that when I was like, oh my God, like 14 or 15, I knew I wanted to be a dad one day, raise a family, have kids. Um, you so know, do you see I it as like my... accomplishing a goal, something you knew you wanted to do, and now that you've done it, you feel like you've accomplished that? Yeah, I mean, I always think I do. Um, I always, the one thing that always drove me, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. The what? The show Fresh Prince of Bel Air from the nineties, the sitcom. Oh yeah, yeah. You got one scene where uh, Will's father comes back into his life when he oh. was in college, and I was yeah. I was like, oh, why doesn't this. he want me? Yeah, that always gets me every time, and that was like you um, and the one. rest of the world, dude. That's yeah. exact that exactly how Will approached his dad like that. That's exactly how I approached my dad because. That's I think, exactly uh, the feeling that I had when I couldn't connect with my father because he didn't want to connect with me. The I thing know. I asked my mom was, why doesn't he want me? Because my dad straight up told me he didn't like me and he didn't want me. And he well, because he's a sick, evil demon and you shouldn't even take that personal. 
Like, I'm just waiting so I can spit in his face. Like, I'm just waiting. I know. My the day is going to come. Me. The day is going <laughs> to come. And I'm <laughs> going, I mean, I'm going to drink a big-ass cup of milk so I can get, like, the biggest, nastiest, disgustingest loogie ever. Oh. And it's right to his face. Right to his face. Yeah, Just my he's not yeah. he's not like at all in our family, but it. That's what it seems. Well, he's done a lot of shit. I mean, if my sis, if he didn't leave when my sister stay with us for a while, he would have probably been dead, honestly. But um, or wished he was. Um, but my um, yeah. my dad treated me really bad out of the kids. I don't know why he just did. He treated me like shit. I don't know. I was abused by him. I was beaten. I was called stupid, a moron, dummy, whatever he called me. He called me. And um, I remember one time I asked my um, my mom, why doesn't he want me? Why doesn't he, he love me? And my mom was like, because he's a moron. And I was just like, I don't know. And I just started crying because my dad treated me like this even after I had my kids and well into my uh, late 20s. He still, and he, the motherfucker still goes on my Facebook page and still, still pitching about Well, that's your fault. I told you to block his ass. I told you to block his bitch ass. I did. Ass. Well, then he, then he shouldn't be able to go on your Facebook and take anything if you blocked him. Because you know why? I must have to block you know him why? on Messenger too then. Well, no, when you block him on Facebook, I'm going to just, just give me your password and stuff when we get off. And I'm going to block him for you because, see... He does not deserve to be a part of your life. He does not get to brag on you or your children or anything that you have made of your life, be it because he did nothing. Exactly. Oh, David, how you doing? But we're gonna get exactly. we're gonna get back to good fathers because this show is about honoring yes. good fathers. Yes. So here yes. I have a, I, I have wanna, stories I about fathers. Moment. Okay, go ahead. So. We're not <laughs> my dad sorry i guys. am a daddy's girl okay <laughs> like i when i was a kid okay i used to agree with my dad even if he was wrong and i this day i know my daddy's girl. my mom's my best friend but i'm a daddy's girl like my dad has always been there for me i'm like all my poor choices of men i'm like my dad has always been there he's never gonna leave he's the only man that will stay in my life Right. So I think that I'm fortunate to have my dad in my life. You absolutely and you are. are. I know, you, know, you definitely are. I mean, Lori, you know, he's like a dad to you. He treats you like his other daughter, you know? Yeah, he does. He's a very good dad. He's a, he's a wonderful dad. So I know that I, I thank God every day that I have my dad in my life because I know some people are unfortunate to have fathers that do not treat them the way they should be treated as his children or child. Um, and I, well, I've, you know, one thing I've been through every step of the way with with Davis too. I mean, I saw his tears, the gender reveal. I saw uh, whoa, know, whoa, whoa, the whoa, whoa. delivery we room it. with the birth of your son. Okay, <laughs> we don't talk about that. Yes, yes, we are. He's <laughs> out in you, man. She out in you, child. Okay, like Aww, Davis is a good dad. Everybody, and to all of our listeners, like the best dad ever. You're ruining my rep right now. Oh, yeah. I have I have to say that Davis is a good dad, and I can't I can't let my husband talk because he's dealing with the screaming baby, and that right there is is good father because he's like just finish your podcast, I'll take care of the baby, you know, you just chill and relax, and he always takes really good care of our kids. Like he 
he does everything for our children. Even if I just want to sleep, if I want to sleep for a whole day, he'll take the kids, entertain them, keep them fed, make sure they don't bother me. Like, walk. <laughs> like my <laughs> husband, the way my husband treats my children is what I wanted for myself as growing up with my father. And it's just so wonderful how God has blessed me with a husband who has an unconditional love for his children and, and you know, for his wife and just for his family. And even though That's he jokes awesome. around about how he loves his dog more than his kids and his wife, you know. You know what? <laughs> Joaquin is a mess. <laughs> this nigga told me, this man told me he would, he, he's like, you want to leave? Fine. Take the kids. I'm going to keep the dog. As much as much as I know. Well, no, no, no. That That's dog. not how it goes. That's not how it goes. You gotta let play the song for him. You gotta take the house, the cars, the kids, and the dog. <laughs> exactly. And the hey, dog. Come on, you gotta now. take all of it. That's, 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 a, that's a kicking him when he's down. At least leave him the Bruh. dog. He's not that, listen, care. listen, as listen. Long? I'm only following the instructions of the song. The song <laughs> says... Okay, I want the house, the cars, the kids, and the dog. I want it all. Well, this, that's instructions from the song. So I'm just taking instructions from the <laughs> song. And what, and what song is this? Dog. I gotta listen to this song. He can the dog. The name of this song is called Liar, and it's by a group called called Profile, P-R-O-F-Y-L-E. And yeah. The, the okay, I am is, not going to trust a band that can't even spell profile right. Come on now. Well, no, they they spelt it the way it was supposed to be spelled for the group. However, the point is, that was ah. the, what it says in the song. You got to take uh, the dog, too. I just Googled it. <laughs> okay, and yes. If I, and, <laughs> oh, I got to leave the kids, too. But as much as he jokes around about it, he's a damn, he's a very good father. He is. And he, and I can say this from experience and everybody always says how much of a wonderful father he is. And my mom is greatly impressed and his mom is impressed because to be honest, they never, his mom never thought he would even have kids. You know, she never thought he would be a father, let alone get married. Well, you know what? see the dramatic change is amazing. Well, I have to say this. Um, my brother told me years ago, like I was maybe like 10 or 11 years old and it didn't mean anything to me then. Cause of course kids, yeah, right. Not me. But, um, he told me a man, his manhood is based on his fatherhood. Meaning it, yes. meaning if you're not a father to your child, if you're not a good father to your child, you are not a man. There is nothing about you that is manly. And take care of what you brought into this world. And I think exactly. that is something that is so true. And it has followed me throughout my whole life. Your manhood is judged on your fatherhood. And if you ain't shit as a father, you ain't shit in general. But if you are doing what you yep. need to do as a father, you are the epitome of what a man should be. Exactly. And you should be saluted as such. Hence, women not being told Happy Father's Day. Exactly, because this Father's Day is for the men. It's for them to be able to feel special. Exactly. It's for them to be able to get their props and their dues. And not for nothing, but more and more men nowadays are raising kids by themselves. So do we tell them Happy Mother's Day? No. Nope. So let's get, because there's a lot of men raising kids by themselves. Cause they got raggedy ass bitches. 
case y'all can't tell, I have a problem with raggedy ass baby moms. <laughs> yeah, we noticed, you know. I think that should be a podcast of its own. <laughs> right? It should be. It should yes. be. We gonna we gonna have a raggedy ass like- baby mama podcast. So I all of our listeners, tune in for the next downtime. Just Lena's gonna take over. I just wreck- <laughs> Listen, I, I I have my own podcast, and I, I'm gonna call y'all, and and we gonna talk about raggedy ass bitches because. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I got so much to say about that. It's funny because so it appears all the time. But you know what though? People tell me they're like, you know, you you look like a woman, you sound like a woman, you behave like a woman, but you think like a fucking dude, like a whole dude. You know what? Because sometimes dudes could be just a little bit more rational. And the rationality, yes. the rationality of it is, ladies, y'all ain't got to be such bitches. Y'all ain't got to use your kids to hurt these men because they don't want to be with you or because they weren't good to you. Cut your losses. Let them be who they choose to be to your kid. Because guess what? One day they have to answer to your kid. But here's one thing I said. Right now, my three-year-old father is not a part of his life. He doesn't do a fucking thing for my son. Do I close the door on him? No, I do not. When my phone rings and it's him and he wants to talk to his son, I mean, that's happened maybe like five times in three years. But still, I answer the phone. (laughs) You know why? Because never in a million fucking years when my son says, where the fuck have you been all my life? Is he going to simply be able to say, your mother wouldn't let me see you or talk to you? That's Uh -uh. true. No. My son is going to know. Nah, nigga, you lying. Because every time you called, I answered. You ain't never came but, around. But let me, and let me ask this. You. Let me ask this. Davis, since being a father, has, do you feel like anything in you has, has changed? I asked my, my husband this, and he feels like he's, he feels like he's more... Um, Probably calmer. Yeah, he, I think that there's a word, uh, more... Um, Mature? Yes. That's the word. He feels he's more mature. He feels he 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 has a better insight on the world now. How is it that you feel? Um, it's like a yes and no scenario, honestly. Um, yes, I, I I'm understanding. You know, as as the day by day thing goes, with you know mm-hmm. being a dad, you know learning to aspire, you know what what to to do for him. But at the same time, no, because um, when I was younger. When I was like 16, 17, 18 years old, um, I was looking for my sister at the time, and she had just had her her first son, her only son, only kid, actually. And so I was kind of introduced into how to take care of kids very early, and partly, like, you know, selfishly, I'm like, let me have a son, because I already knew, what to, I already knew the traits and everything, like how to change diapers, how to play with them, how to... Uh, you know, quote unquote, put it with them and everything, but you know, an everlasting, right. an everlasting love with them. So I'd already learned that with with a son, or with my, uh, he would be my nephew. Um, so when my son was was born, you know, and I was the first like couple nights when we were in the hospital, you know, I changed his diaper. I, he's crying like you know, three in the morning. I already knew what to do. Um, and as he's gotten older, I mean, how he's going through like a he's going through a girl's birth and how we feel like getting more comfortable with like a, a certain sleep schedule um, mm-hmm. and then kind of adapting more to his time schedule and then you know having those out like for me like I guess the only thing that would have been changed is like my out 
my uh, my outpouring of my emotions. <laughs> Could be some days where I would, you know, wifey would have the kid. I would see him every now and then. Just some days I would just want to be all over him and protect him. And yeah, not really much. You know, those moments, those moments are gonna come. You know, right now you said your baby's what four months old. He's gonna be four months next month. Okay, so. You're you're gonna have those moments more as he gets older and as he starts doing things, as he starts walking and talking, talking. and mm-hmm. going to daycare, going to school, being around other mm-hmm. people. Like those protective instincts grow so drastically. You'd be surprised what you would yeah. be willing to do. You will be so surprised at the things you say, the things you do when it comes to your child. Because <laughs> The love you have for your child is like something on a whole other level than you've ever known. You can't even explain it. You You can't can't explain it. And from my experience, the love of a father gives a child a sense of security and stability that is immeasurable, which is another reason why I feel... father's love is just... Right, which is why I feel, you know, all this women with the Happy Father's Day. Sweetie, you can't give your child that. You can't because it's something that can only come from a father. A mother's love is unmatched, but so is a father's love. And we can't cross into each other's lanes. Yeah, and it's... I I, I hope, honestly, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with with wrestling. Um, There was was actually a wrestler uh, who actually passed away. Um, not so long ago, and this is right around the time I guess Dennis Beach just opened up, and so him and his dad or him and his son went to go swimming out, and I guess like there was a riptide that happened while they were swimming, and mm-hmm. you know life 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 uh, lifeguards were summoned. They found him, and he had told them that hey, save my son first before you save me, and he ended, and he ended up, up drowning. Yeah. Yep. I would hope that would be something I could, you know, not only I don't want to die like that, but like if you, that was my only option. If I you know what, though? My son. I, I could tell you just from the way you're speaking, you will. Be, it, it's just what parents do. I'm telling you, that love is beyond anything it's you've gonna, ever it's known gonna grow in your life. So and I promise you that. If it ever, God forbid, I pray it never does. But if it ever came down to where you had to choose your life or his, you'll gladly give up yours. Because there's nothing, there's, it's like you've lived, you, when it comes to your kid, it's like, I can, if I could give you the world, I would give you the world. Honestly, if I could make, if I could literally take the world and just give it to you, be like, this is yours, this is for you, this is all for you, you could honestly do that. And a father literally works his ass off to give their child at least a portion of the world, to give their child something. So yep. I am childless, but. <laughs> uh, join the club. But. Sorry, I got, I got deep. Let me, let me say, you are not childless. You may not have given birth to a child, but you are not childless. For as long yeah. as there are children around you that you love and protect, you're not childless. That's what I'm saying. I love both of Lori's kids. Like, they are my own. I love uh, Jessica and Davis's baby so much in my heart. I would literally give my life for him. And if I love all y'all's kids that much, I can only imagine how much yep. love that me and my future husband are going to have for my kids. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Lo- love is the love that a father can give to a child, a love, the love that a father gives to his 
his son and his daughter. It's just remarkable. You shape your whole entire child's life yep. just being with the, the with the love that you give or don't give. It will shape exactly. who your children are going to be. Little girls, oh, a exactly. father, a father's love teaches her the type of love she deserves in this world. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like the way your dad loves you, he's going to tell you if a man is not coming to you back, he's not deserving of you. Your sons, you teach your sons how to love by the way you love their mother. Yep. You are, you are the standard of in your children's lives. Yeah. And Davis, you're going to learn so much. You're going to think that you're teaching your son so much, but you're going to realize that he's teaching you just he's as much. He's teaching you just as much. Yep. And it's, and it's, it's just... It. it is simple because children, we don't give them the credit they deserve. There are we give them credit for. And they just speak to us Too in smart. a lot simpler terms. A lot simpler terms. They're very uncomplicated, but they teach us things every single day. Exactly. So I want, I want, I want all of our viewers who are fathers to really enjoy their Father's Day tomorrow. To really take that slice of cake and eat it too. To really, yeah, to just be happy with your father. Be happy that you're a father. And if you're questioning if you're a good father, as long as you're there for that child, you are a good father. You know. And I just want everybody to just really. I mean, we make such a fuss over Mother's Day. I really want there to be such a big fuss over Father's Day because fathers are just as important as mothers. And I and I I want our viewers to to see that and to understand that. Right now we're gonna we're gonna end it. Um you guys don't forget to um follow us on our Facebook page, which is at random with Lori G. Don't forget to follow my Instagram, which is Lori Lulu14. Um also uh, don't forget to listen to our partner podcast who does all of our editing, which is FMob. Uh, make sure you check them out. They're really cool. Also, don't forget to check out your glamorous addictions. Um, she has a ton of new stuff coming out on her website. The lovely Lexi is showering everybody with a lot of things. She even has a new promo card out for Black Lives Matter. So if you want to know about that, check out on her uh, glamorous addictions page and check out on our Facebook page, which is at random with Lori G. Um, Davis, thank you so much for coming on here and giving us your point of view of how being a father is. Um, I'm sorry my husband couldn't stay on long enough, but the kids needed to be tended to. And when you got two, shit. Get <laughs> fun. I'm telling you, man. If it's not one, it's the other. They literally went in my room, knocked over my oil, put it in their eyes, and then made my pads into a kite. So, when they're together, they're very bad. But uh, thank you so much for coming on here. We wish you a happy Father's Day. Uh, Michaela, tell Dad happy Father's Day. And Damien, tell your dad happy Father's Day. And everybody just have a blessed Father's Day. All right. Y'all right, have a good night. Good night. Thank you. Happy Father's Day, Davis. Thank you.